I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. I command you in the name of Lucifer to spread the blood of the innocent. Hello and welcome, Five. one and all. Six! <laughs> Sorry. The viewers don't know what the counting is, so when you just start shouting numbers after we start the episode, they're just lost. Seven! Ah, <laughs> ah, ah! Seven Halloween sequels. Uh, 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 eight Halloween sequels. But no, we're talking about the second Halloween sequel, Halloween 2 on Spooky Time Presents. I am one of your hosts. My name is Kyle, and I've, I've had to be taken to the emergency room because I've swallowed a razor blade. It's oh, not a. No. It's not funny. It's not something they should be putting on movies for a joke. Shame on you, John Carpenter. Shame. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, well, who are you, you bastard? Um, I'm Cammy, and I think that they should put more razor blades in apples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're terrible. An apple a day won't keep your doctors away. In fact, it'll call them closer. Oh. And who's our number three today? Well, it's me, Jarrett Miller, and uh, after an awkward encounter in Little Havana, it seems I'm now registered as a dick warlock. <laughs> <laughs> what? Good one. Thank you. Thank you. What does that I even mean? I can make mean? them rise. I can make them rise from the grave. Gross. No one wants a yeah, dead one. Yeah, I know. The only thing worse than being an actual Dick Warlock is having the name Dick Warlock. Mm. Am I right? Is that someone who worked on the movie? He was Michael fucking Myers. Michael in this one. I don't read the credits. I don't know who Dick Warlock is. God, you people do anything? Jesus Christ. I thought it was, uh, what's his name? People make me sick. By you people, I mean the the Catholics. (laughs) <laughs> well, I, yeah, Just, you think we you're are right about sassy. everything. You're sitting there with your polos and your boots on, <laughs> no pants. If my boots are on, my pants are on. Let me just let mm. me just set that straight. Boots mean work, and work requires pants. Therefore, boots equal pla- boots equal pants. Yeah, yeah, that <sighs> tracks for you specifically, at least. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love I love my boots. Dinkleberry. That's great. So yes, we are revisiting John Carpenter's Halloween 2. Not John Carpenter's. Uh, Rick Rosenthal directed this one. Uh, really? <laughs> John Carpenter and Deborah Hill wrote it. But we'll get into that later. Uh, do you yeah. guys do you guys like this movie? Eh. <laughs> eh. Eh. I, eh. Doesn't I watched suck. it when I had my wisdom teeth pulled out in senior year, the summer of senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just remember laying on the couch in, like, July of 2009 and being like, oh, it's 11 o'clock in the morning and my face hurts? I'll watch Halloween 2 on cable. (laughs) Ain't that just the way? And I did. (laughs) It was great. Wow. I keep watching this movie, like, and not really liking it, but then spending a lot of time just 
thinking about all the ways it could be better and that's pretty fun mm-hmm. not necessarily critiquing but like oh like what if there was a movie that was entirely the serial killer's pov because those were the best parts of this movie in my opinion uh-huh. that would be cool and other things of that ilk but this movie you ever seen black christmas kyle which one no, I've the seen Black Christmas. I've seen all three of them. The old one is like all POV, isn't it? I don't think so. I think a lot of the time is spent with the girls. Oh, no. You're watching the wrong one. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. I don't think I am, but I'm going to humor you. Uh, What was I about to say? We did an episode on Black Christmas. Yeah. That was a long that time ago. No, we didn't. When I was a young man. Back when I was but a boy, mm-hmm. untested by and the I fires was but of a war. Little girl. We were all so little talking about Black Christmas. <laughs> but, now, but now we're big boys and girls and we're doing Halloween. Yeah. The one with Michael the Dick Warlock Myers. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's it. Find us on Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> good night. Kyle. Do you guys want to hear the plot synop? Yes, I was just going to ask. Lay us down a it. funky fresh plot synopsis for this film. I wrote it down on the back of my sock. Ah. Okay. <laughs> okay. The Ahem. movie begins with six shots. Right in his heart. Dr. Loomis shot him six times, I tell you. He's dead. But you can't keep a good franchise down, so Michael Myers survives the shooting and continues to stalk the town of Haddonfield. His his maybe sister, Lori, is taken to the hospital by a cute paramedic. Oh, Jimmy. The hospital is mostly empty, with just a couple of nurses, a couple of paramedics, a security guard, and a room with 20 newborn babies. And nobody else. (laughs) Oh, dear. Michael arrives at the hospital and starts doing what he does best, moving quietly around corners. Meanwhile, <laughs> Dr. Loomis is doing what he does best, making everything worse and sounding smart. Ah! After the killing starts, cute paramedic Jimmy slips in a pool of blood and gets a concussion. Which isn't super important to the plot, but I just thought it was funny. Oh, Jimmy. You and your Looney Tune shenanigans. Dr. Loomis learns that Lori is Michael's secret sister and arrives at the hospital just in time to lock Lori out. Dr. Loomis shoots Michael six more times in the heart, prompting Lori to ask the increasingly important question, why won't he die? <laughs> Lori oh, then... he's a robot. <laughs> he's the Terminator, but his eyes won't glow like they're supposed to. Yeah, they didn't have the skin perfected quite yet then. <laughs> That's why you had to wear the Will, Sh- Will Shatner mask. Yes, yep. Alright, Lori then demonstrates why she shouldn't get a BB gun for Christmas by shooting her brother's eyes out. (laughs) Blood tears! This is like the most emo fucking Halloween. Like, sister, you made me cry with my blood tears. (laughs) She sounds just like that. That is Michael's voice, which is why he's usually very silent. I just wanted to kill you a little. Just wanted Yuck. to poke you with my scalpel. <laughs> what are you doing, Brother Michael? <laughs> Stop Kill it. Oh, sweet Jesus. Enough. Oh. Okay, so. 
A few minutes later, everything is on fire, especially Michael. Lori wins, Jimmy is forgotten, and all's well that ends well. And the movie concludes with the revelation that before her death, the nurse left a typewriter in the baby room, and now they've written the first act of Macbeth. The end. <laughs> the babies. <laughs> They're intelligent. If we lock them in the room long enough, we'll get we'll get all of Shakespeare's works, and then we'll be rich. Don't you, don't you see? The baby is the reincarnation of William Shakespeare. Oh, we gotta we gotta get to the hospital for fuck's sake! Ah! <laughs> we have to shoot each of them six times. <laughs> the only method that's been proven to be ineffectual against Michael. Yes. Oh, uh, but I, uh, Dr. Loomis, why do you shoot him six times? I have OCD. <laughs> Evil. Oh, uh, the plot of Halloween three should have been Michael's evil fall festival spirit uh, possesses one of the babies. And then next year, Sam Loomis has to go around finding and killing all these babies. <laughs> Where? That would be awesome. I, I'm really fixated on those babies. They're such a... He st- went evilly! <laughs> Look into his eyes. Oh. There's nothing there. They're evil. It's like it's nap time. Of course there's nothing there. <laughs> I just, I'm waiting for, like, whoever, wait, so who owns the rights to Halloween now? Like, what, is it? Who put out Kills? I think Uni- Universal. Maybe. Michael Myers should go, go to, like, I don't know whoever. They should, like, outsource that and get a comic book written where, like, Michael goes to Coachella or something. Yes. And everyone's just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cool costume. And then He's We're just, digging your vibe, yo. Just make him hot piss. Just make him <laughs> hot fucking... Just let him lean into it. He takes off that big... I don't even know what to call it. Workman's uniform. And he's just got those sculpted abs. Perfect tan. The mask stays on during Coachella, And a though. cake. Yeah. He's just wearing tiny shorts wears a... that match wears... his, his like, <laughs> jumpsuit. That's it. And then someone puts a Native American headdress on him. Oh, no. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Someone takes a picture, then he gets canceled. He has to stop killing. Oh, that guy sucks. All in a day's work. I watch it. Socks. Mm-hmm. Socks. How come Doctor Loomis? Doctor Loomis is a fucking muppet in this movie. He He's really so is. He just kind of like waves his arm and shouts like, "Ah, oh, don't you see? He killed this. He killed one sister thirty years ago. Tonight, now he's trying to get the other one." Ah! He's like he's fucking animal or something. For real, like they could replace Donald Pleasance with like frazzled Kermit the Frog, and I wouldn't have been able to tell a difference. <laughs> and I would love to see Kermit running around with a gun in his hand in a trench coat, just like, ah, evil. Out of the you way, piggy. <laughs> I shot him six tonight. times. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> Hi ho! I shot him six times. Yeah, <laughs> write this down. Wrist frog. <laughs> uh. I, I will go to my deathbed with the idea that there's a mountain of untapped potential in doing shot-for-shot remakes of classic horror movies with the Muppets. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that that meme where it's like every pick a movie where at one character stays the same and everyone else is a Muppet? Yeah. And it worked. I don't and that. I would, it I would love works. for this movie to be that. And where I don't know, you keep Jamie Lee Curtis or something, mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone else is a Muppet. It's perfect. It works mm-hmm. with like any movie. And his name could be Muppet Myers instead of Michael Myers. 
<laughs> Muppet Michael. Muppy. Yeah. Um, so I guess we all hate this movie, right? I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but I don't like it. It's still better than most of the sequels to Halloween. Like most of still the other than, sequels. Still better than yes. everything that came after it. I think I would I rather would watch this one than disagree. like Halloween 4. <gasps> oh no. I like no Halloween way. 4. Um, you know what? Four Actually, cool. I don't know. Hmm. The only the only ta- the only thing that this movie takes that goes into like four or five is like you have to you find out that what Jimmy was Jamie Lloyd's father, <laughs> and that that's that's about it. You uh-huh. like Jimmy and 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 uh, um, JLC. <laughs> G- yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis and Jimmy like Got had Jamie Lloyd. On. Yeah. <laughs> and the only good, the only other thing I remember about those movies is besides Michael gets a scythe at one point <laughs> is like in five, Jamie is like writing out something or like she's like can't talk very well because she's like I don't know uh, disabled from like her last psychic event in the fifth. And one, then she right? just yeah. She's like, cookie woman. And then Donald Pleasant is just like, cookie woman. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. I. And then you see that there's like some place that sells cookies yeah. where a very chest, chesty woman is, but in her bra is made of cookies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great. And she's dead. I, I think they've gone <laughs> with anything else, but they went with cookie woman. I literally just Googled Cookie Woman, and the first thing that came up was Cookie Woman Halloween 5. <laughs> <laughs> cookie uh. Woman. The Cookie Woman would be played by Cookie Monster in the mm-hmm. Muppet version of Halloween 5. Yes, but it looks like they got the lady from uh, Heavy Metal to play her. Nice. In this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, someone made a fan poster. Uh, if you Google Cookie Woman Halloween 5, the first photo is... Jamie Lloyd and Donald Pleasance, and it says Halloween Five: The Revenge of Cookie Woman. <laughs> That's what it should have uh, been. She's back, and she's got more chocolate chips than ever. <laughs> six. Oh no! She's got six chocolate chips. Six, six cookies right to her heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, we're stupid. <laughs> Yeah. But enough well, about Cookie can... Woman. <clears throat> Cammy, do you have any fun facts you want to be shooting off like cookies in the night? I do. Yeah. That doesn't make a lick of sense, but let's uh yeah, let's Cammy, talk about it. we're stupid. This. Yes, I know. What we, um what we say doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> okay, so basically I've figured out the formula as to how this movie fits in to the whole, like, following with Halloween 3 shenanigans. You know what I mean? All right. Huh? How it fits in the greater timeline. Okay. So, John Carpenter himself said that whenever the idea was pitched for him to make Halloween 2, he didn't want to do it. 
because he was like, there's nothing, there's no more story to tell here. Like, I don't want to. <laughs> Correct. The movie ended. Like, I don't want to make another one. But the studio was like, okay, we'll just make it without you then. And he was like, well, no, no, I'll write it. How's that sound? So and they were like, okay. On my film. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they were cool with that. So they, you know, he wrote it. Deborah Hill, he and Deborah Hill wrote it together. And um, they got Rick Rosenthal to direct, whatever. He himself says that he doesn't like the movie. He's disappointed in himself with the script and everything. And you know what? I think we're all kind of disappointed. Uh, for shame it's like a Mm -hmm. decent slasher movie but it's not like because halloween was so good halloween 2 just falls flat in comparison yeah i would like to see like a cut or something where it's like if someone were able to take all of halloween 1 and all of halloween 2 and like you know turn into like a two hour movie or like an hour and 45 minute movie. I would be interested in that. Yeah. Like I would. Yes. That would be cool to see. Mm hmm. But I mean, just like, I don't know, like Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis's wig is just very distracting. It's in a lot yeah. of this movie. That is a wig. Yeah. Just in case anyone didn't yeah. know, she's wearing a wig. It's a bad wig. Yeah, it's not a very good wig. You'd think that they would splurge. On the wig. They're also reusing um, the mask from the first movie. It looks a little bit different mm-hmm. because they had to kind of spruce it up because it didn't look great. But um, Nick Castle still had it. got it. shot six times. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nick Castle still had it in his house. And they were like, hey, can we have the mask? We, we bought another Shatner mask and it just, we can't get it to look right. And he was like, yeah, sure. And then he never got it back. So that was a bummer. <gasps> but yeah. Um this movie the and the making of this movie led John Carpenter to have the idea that from here going forward, Halloween would be a, like an anthology series. And that's where mm-hmm. Season of the Witch came from. So, yeah. And the studio saw Season of the Witch and be like, no, I want my I want Michael back. Mm-hmm. Everyone hated Season like, of the Witch. Michael was in the movie, though. Yeah, he was one of the Irishman's henchmen. <laughs> He was on. Uh, he was on the screen at the bar. Yeah, on the little TV. Because <laughs> what? And supposedly in that world, it really happened. It was like based on a true story or something. No, I think the movie was just playing like on the whatever channel was on. I don't know. I wish I had a dollar for. I'm. I'm sorry. This is a giant turn in our conversation, but I wish I had a dollar for every time I've been sitting here recording an episode and out my window, I see a Subaru pull into the the parking lot next to my house. It's always a Subaru. They're quality cars. I know. You would feel lucky if you owned a Subaru. Subarus love prairies. That's it. This this episode sponsored by Subaru. Subaru, drive like you mean it. Uh, that would be pretty cool if we got sponsored by Subaru. I'd take a Forester. You know? I don't think they'd give us cars. I think they'd give us I'd a dollar or two. I'd with the Forester. <laughs> um, also, this is, since this movie came out in 1981, this makes it the second of the six decades that Jamie Lee Curtis has been in at least one Halloween movie. Damn. Um, 
in 78. She was in Halloween. She was in this in 1981. In 1998, she was in H2O. Then a few years later, she was in Resurrection. She was in Halloween 2018. And now she was just in Halloween Kills. Hot damn. Isn't that he wild? He just can't seem to kill her. So- soon to be in Halloween Ends. I know. Is that coming this year? Yeah. I oh, think no. so. Oh, God. I think so. Ugh. Is it? I don't know. Oh, yeah. 2022. Mm-hmm. October um, 14th, 2022. Yeah. I still stand by my idea that I would I would just love for it to be completely separate and a re- it's a remake of Halloween 3 and they just it's a secret and nobody told us I would <laughs> love that yeah that make me happy too but like I would like a conclusion to Halloween Kills because it was so bad I need I need terrible. I need redemption and if the next movie isn't good I'm just going to be it like, okay, be. whatever. I'm like, never going to go see a Halloween movie again. I, I really, I'm just like, you know, these are our generate. I mean, I saw the zombie one in theaters mm-hmm. and I saw, but I was just like, I was too young to know that that was not a good movie. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, seeing Halloween 2018, I was like, holy shit, this is fucking, this is like what it should have been all along. Mm-hmm. And uh, last year, man, I'm just, ah. Uh, I remember that night when you got home and you were texting us about it. All the wind just literally got like sucked out of my sails. I was for real. That's exactly like, how what? I felt. I was. It was. I don't know. That must have been how people felt with the Phantom Menace. It's like you're just sitting in your car and you're like, "Did that suck? Trade disputes? What? What's, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Why, why did? Why was it a 15-minute scene of Michael's stock portfolio? <laughs> He's I running love the, the for Simpsons. mayor? <laughs> <laughs> the Simpsons parody of the Phantom Menace when the fucking walker storms into the Senate room. It's like, oh, we're taking attendance. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, and sits down and reads a paper. Mm-hmm. What was that? Uh, um, I would also like to talk about the Blu-ray debacle from 2011, if I may. Uh-oh. <clears throat> I'll allow it. All right. Per IMDb. I am reading this off from IMDb because I didn't want to write all of it down. <clears throat> Universal Studios released the film, Halloween 2, on Blu-ray in the United States on September 13th, 2011. It was packaged as a 30th anniversary edition that includes deleted scenes, um, pocket blue app i don't know what that is um an alternative ed- oh, that's like um yeah it's it's stupid no one uses it in okay. the world no one in the world an alternate ending and the 1984 documentary feature terror in the isles which is basically like look at all these crazy horror movies um the release sparked controversy immediately due to the fact that universal removed the credit mustafa akkad presents and replaced it with Universal and MCA Company Presents in a font that did not match the rest of the opening credits. Mustafa Akkad's son, Malik, uh, called the stunt disgusting. It's a disgrace. Obviously, bias. 
objectively, any horror fan would find this as an insult to the man who has done so much for the series and to come after his tragic death, he's not even around to defend himself. It's classless. I'm talking to Universal now and they're looking into it. However, uh, Akkad was still credited on the packaging. Fans immediately called for a boycott of the disc and set up a Facebook page. On November 28th, Universal started sending out emails announcing that the revised Blu-ray was now available for owners of the previous disc um, to provide... Uh, and for owners of the previous disc to provide the studio with their address and daytime phone number. Shout Factory re-released the film in a two-disc collector's edition Blu-ray on September 18th, 2012, under its new Scream Factory label, with new special features, including two new audio commentaries, two new behind-the-scenes deleted scenes, and an alternate ending, the theatrical trailer, TV radio spots, and a still gallery. The collector's edition also contains the TV cut along with the script of the film to download uh, and the new Blu-ray release restores the Mustafa Akkad credit. But yeah, that's uh, wild Yeah, that they would do that. It's beautiful. <laughs> like Yeah, the Shout Factory, that's because I've, I've got the set that is... Um... Uh, it's it's all all well for the time it was all moved it was the 10 disc set of like you know one through uh six and then the two weird ones and then the rob zombie ones and i can i can assure you that the uh it's it's the good version Mm -hmm. on on this 10 disc set that i think i bought it from walmart for like 11 dollars once upon a time they were once having a sale. Once upon a dream. Wow. A wet dream. Ew. Ugh. You're gross. Yuck. But the thing I hate the most about disc sets mm-hmm. is me not realizing I didn't have all the Friday the 13th movies until we wanted to rewatch one. And I'm like, I only have one through eight. What the fuck? <laughs> Every time. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Which one's number nine? Is that Resurrection? Uh, no, that's Jason Goes to Hell. There is no Jason Resurrection. Oh, crazy! I thought I was mistaken. I thought you said Halloween, not Friday. My mistake. Ridiculous. Jason is in hell. I shouldn't slip and knock my head on the floor in blood so often. My head hurts. I don't. I don't think so well anymore. (laughs) It's okay, Kyle. Head hurty. Let's, Me thinky hard. <laughs> All right. Let's um, let's talk about scenes, things we liked, things we didn't like. Talk about the movie. Let's talk. About okay. Jarrett, you go first. Um, the best scene of the entire movie is the little boy that ripped his tongue open <laughs> from chewing into a razor blade. It's. It's just straight. I, I, I think you look at back at this now and you could just like that scene is proof that John Carpenter clearly did not give a fuck about writing this movie. It's just like, yeah, I'm going to it's it, it, the the fact of the matter is that, you know, Halloween one, you have no blood. I don't think there's a single drop spilled in that entire movie. Nope. And then from the get go of this movie. You get the, uh, you get like, you know, little Billy bitten to a razor blade and he's like spewing blood out of his mouth and just like, ah, 
like I'm just like wow. Yeah. So I mean, I could see I could see that as you know someone trying to say like oh you know this one's gonna crank up the crank up the the drama. We're taking it to the next level, but it it falls flat on its face because it's I don't it's in poor taste I think. It's like trying I it just seems stupid to me. Yeah, it didn't. But really I think like... it's the best. It's the best part of the whole movie, though, because I hate children. Um, it was needless. But like, it, yes. it, there, there's no reason. Like that that storyline doesn't come up later, does it? It's a scene uh, of him walking I, in and a scene of him walking out, and that's yes, it. yes, yep, mm-hmm. that's about it. You get those two little things, and then it's just like, oh, by the time he's leaving, most of the audience has left. Um, <laughs> but then you got to think too. The other the. It's not necessarily a scene, but I just feel like Haddonfield is more of a town or more of like a character in this movie. Yeah, definitely. To an extent. And I, and, and I think I I think I preferred what was going on in, in Haddonfield that night and the death of Ben Tramer. Um, so sad. Yeah. Versus, versus anything that was happening in the hospital. I was about to say, like, nothing happened in the hospital until, like, Michael had, like, five cumulative minutes of action before he went for Lori, but it was like 25 minutes at the hospital. And it's like, wow, like these hallways are long and dark. Can we, can we move on? Like, right. I do want to know what Sam Loomis is doing. I want to see him interact with the police who are blaming him like that. That's, that's conflict right there. That's drama. Yeah. Right. And then you got to think what, uh, this, and I, and I totally think, uh, Friday the 13th, the final chapter ripped off this movie, like the first half of, that movie is this entire movie. Cause like it takes place like in a hospital in the first like 30 minutes. That's right. It does. And I'm just like, Oh, there, and it's only like three years later or something. So, you know, you, you've got like, Oh, well, Carpenter did it. So <laughs> let's do it. Friday the 13th so it's gotta be a good like, idea. Yeah. Just in general, a ripoff of Halloween. So it makes sense that they would take ideas from any of those movies. Take- Take literal Big scripts from Halloween and just start using them. Even Halloween 3 with Jason goes to Stonehenge. Do you remember that one? <laughs> Jason yes. versus the leprechaun, yeah. <laughs> Jason yeah. goes to the prom. <laughs> Jason no goes one crazy. will dance with me. <laughs> uh, he went. He brought his mummy to the prom. <laughs> <laughs> it's her skeletal severed head. Ew. Will you dance oh. with me, mom head? <laughs> And then they dance the night away. Oh my gosh. Cammie, what was your favorite scene in this whole movie? Um, I am a huge fan of the, both the hot tub death and the scalpel death. The hot tub death is basically the same. (laughs) It's the same kill as, um, the one with the liquid nitrogen in Jason X, but the opposite temperature. (laughs) Let's Indeed. turn up the heat. That's what I like about it. So, yeah, that's disgusting and really fun to watch. And also, it's totally unreasonable that someone would be able to be held up by just a scalpel. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure anyone's body weight would, unless you're like a baby, which is... I don't want to think about that. But Which, they like, had babies. They could have done that. If you're a grown-up. I was going to say, can you melt a baby? Yes. I'm talking nice. about the scalpel thing. 
later oh, on, okay. the nurse at the end, right? Toward the end. Yeah, he's I guess. Her car doesn't start. She goes back in. Her. She just get lift lifted. Yeah, and that's like ooh. I don't. I can feel that when that happens, but it's totally unrealistic that someone would be able to be lifted by a scalpel like that. And I don't know. He'd have to hit her like a very specific spot because like a scalpel isn't going to go too deep. Like she was probably fine. Yeah, it hurts to be lifted, but. Well, it depends on where he stabbed her. Yeah, she could have been like, "Ow, my spine. My legs just <laughs> went numb." Ow, the, the bones of my ribs, those aren't a vital organ. I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I'm i going to go on the record here as saying a scalpel is not an intimidating weapon for a slasher v- villain to use. No, not at all. It's like, oh, you got your teeny little toy knife. Um, That's so cute. Why don't you just stay over there, please? Yeah, wow, sharp. But it's like really small. A really yeah, big scalpel would be spooky. A scalpel, a bone saw. Yes. A machete is scary. A scalpel, not scary. Yeah. Unless they know how to use it. I don't want to get stabbed with either, though. Yeah, I'm good. I mean, in a perfect world, no one's getting stabbed. But Mm. if you have to film someone getting stabbed, you got to pick your tool. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It's true. I was was glad that slimy paramedic died. I didn't like him. Was he a paramedic? Yeah, he was, because he was in the ambulance. An EMT. What a jerk. An emergency medical paramedic. Oh, that was, his thing yep. was going to be my intro. I was going to do the thing of like, hello, I'm Kyle, and you guys can't see any, you know, every other word out of you two is a swear, and then you guys were probably going to cuss at me. That was going to be my <laughs> intro, but I forgot it. Wow. What could have been? I want to talk more yeah. about the uh, the hot tub scene, because that was my favorite, not just because of the nudity, but because of the content. <laughs> titties um, and melting faces the death of the sleazy paramedic where it was just the nurses you know getting dressed you know sitting on the edge of the hot tub and just silently kind of not very graphic but just so casually michael comes in strangles him and then wanders into the room with her it's just like oh like mm-hmm. this that's exactly what i want to see michael myers do to be an efficient human killer and to be <laughs> you know kind of creepy when he has a chance to be yeah it was such a perfect kill yeah. Yeah. He just like yeah. shows up out of nowhere, even more than he did in the first one, and it always comes with that like musical sting that like, you know, maybe yeah. edit that in so people don't have to listen to me do it just now. But I'll try. Uh, thanks, Kyle. But yeah, um, that happens a lot. Like once every five minutes, something. When he bumps into the kid with the radio tune to his sister's location, and he bumps into it, and then just, yeah, the music swells there. Yep. Oh, local girl Lori Strode is recovering from wounds from crazed killer Michael Myers down here at the hospital in Haddonfield. If you want to come down and say hi to her, she's in room 503. <laughs> really? Like visiting that's... hours are ending in 16, or visiting hours are 24 hours tonight because of the holiday. <laughs> say, visiting hours are over, but if you're family, you'll get right in. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Loomis goes full Muppet when he hears that. Ah! He's his <laughs> He's sister. They'll have to let him visit. <laughs> the law is not on our side tonight. Wow. Oh, good yeah. stuff. 
Oh, I hate that, though. I don't... The sister storyline, right? That, Ooh. if they hadn't included that, the sequels would have been a lot harder to write. Because that's, like, his whole thing going forward is, like, oh, mm-hmm. that family of mine, like, I only want to kill them. Yeah. And it's... Yeah, I didn't like th- that. It didn't even add anything here except a reason for Michael to come back. Like, it... Exactly. Lori doesn't have psychic powers connecting her to Michael or anything, or there's no family secret that, you know, oh, like, we're all killers, Lori. Michael's just a quick start. That would have... Uh, yeah, it was tacked on. It was unnecessary. Yeah, and I think they were going for sort of... Maybe John Carpenter was going for some kind of twist, like some kind of end of Friday the 13th kind of something to give it some substance which is easy to do right that was Mm. almost taking the easy way out with this specific instance he could have done better yeah if he if that's what he wanted (sighs) oh johnny what are we gonna do with you when will he was just so taken aback by star the reveal in star wars (laughs) Wow, write that down. he was her father. The whole time. Palpatine was the emperor? Somehow Palpatine is back. <laughs> Palpatine Schmalpatine is probably Millhouse. <laughs> God, I hated that movie. Yeah. Ugh. They should be ashamed. For They're real. All bad guys. One day we'll talk about how wronged I personally, and I'm assuming you two, felt... By the new Star Wars uh, sequel series. I feel wronged because, like, I don't know. It's just, like, even though even though The Force Awakens was basically a photo copy of A New Hope, it yeah. was still a fun... It was setting up a fun-ass movie. It was setting up a fun-ass yeah. world. Yeah. And, like, none of that got fucking delivered upon in the next two movies. Yeah. They were also thrown together and like there is no plot. Like I like the sequel series because it justifies my bad in my opinion that Star Wars is bad as a whole. Shut up, Kyle. It's like, yeah. You shut your Look mouth. Look at it. Even when they do it right, they do it wrong. Sorry guys. They did do it right. They were pumping that shit out like every year. Almost every it was every other year, but it was it might as well have been every year. Mm. I I just I I don't I don't understand. I know we're talking about Halloween too. I just don't understand how. Okay, so how he we, returned. We had a bunch of somehow. we had a bunch of side movies, Star Wars movies that came out while the sequel trilogy was was also happening. Rogue One, which was Amazing. incredible. Solo, yeah. which I Not think is so much. I think it's slept on. Like I think that movie is a lot better than people say it is. It wasn't as good as Rogue One. But I had a lot of fun with Solo. I liked it. The sequels were bad. Like, uh, how, it's all the same studio. What was happening? What happened? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, they got rid of, like, two directors or something. This like, is during... all J.J. Abrams' fault, isn't it? Yeah, well, it was I, Abrams, I then it was Rian Johnson, then it was Abrams again. That's right. And, and it was it was supposed to be, tr- it was supposed to be like, Trevor... Uh, uh, I can't remember the guys. I I want to say Trevor Noah, but that's not his name. Um, he's not no. the host of, of. 
The Daily Show did not uh, produce Star Wars. Correct. But uh, it's like Trevor something was supposed to um, do uh, Rise of Skywalker. And because of how poorly they it was received it's i don't know disney like freaked the fuck out and we're like oh we can't have a bad star wars movie we're not fox <laughs> even, though, even though they own fox but yeah um, that's the secret they are fox now yeah fox in disguise but i mean they <laughs> i don't know man it they fired what's his name and then they brought in they brought abrams back and i mean they literally were like, this is what the fans want, right? It was so much like bullshit, stupid fucking fan service. And like, if I, I mean, and then you look at. It was, at, but they did it wrong. They did it so, and it wasn't even good fan service. Exactly. Service the fans by making a good movie. That because doesn't no, the fans. There's no rhyme or reason. If I, I'll be say this, and this is the last thing I will say about Star Wars for the rest of the episode. If you need to have a, a, a novel that bridges the gap between your middle movie and your, in your, in your final movie about how the bad guy shows up. It's a bad fucking movie. Exactly. Yeah. Cause then you have the line in, you have the line at the very beginning of rise of Skywalker where Poe is just like, uh, our suspicions have been proved somehow Palpatine returned. And I'm like, this is fuck. This is like some hack ass, like, Doctor Who fucking writing right here. Yeah, yes. You're it's right. bad. You mean my evil and twin then... survived the boat crash? It's like, yeah. <sighs> it's just asinine. I, I, and then you get so many Star Wars fans complaining about how bad the movies were. And the people who liked them are like, well, maybe, maybe Star Wars isn't for you anymore. It's like, who, then who the fuck is it for? What the hell? What? That doesn't make any sense. I wonder if Michael Myers was a Star Wars fan. Probably. No. Well, he, release, he went to jail. Did they release before... any movies on Halloween? Yeah, he did go to he did go to the crazy house before. Uh, before the Star before Wars, Wars craze. If only he had waited before he killed those people, <laughs> then he could have experienced like you know. Luke would have saved por- him. Porn and and and, uh, <laughs> and Star Not Wars. Not I thought you were going with that. <laughs> If only. Uh, like, wow! I bought my baloney anytime I want and not have to kill anyone. <laughs> but I still get to. That, that's oh what God. saved me. Ugh. If I couldn't masturbate, you'd all be dead. Do you think so? <laughs> yeah. Oh, if no. I could masturbate, you'd all be dead. What? Ah! Kyle? Don't worry about it. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm going to worry about it. Um, yeah, uh, I want to bring us back to to Halloween by talking about yeah. Sam Loomis and how he's really bad at everything. All right, he go. does not help anybody in this movie. He, he sees a mic, he sees a Shatner mask, and he's like, "You boy!" And then he causes a car crash. <laughs> what Every day time is he it? talks, <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly it's clearly not Michael too because he's got blonde hair, not brown hair. Yeah, and he's not eight feet tall and covered in blood. Yeah. <sighs> And like well, that's the only... everything oh, he sorry, says, like, well, like, well, what's Michael's? You know, he's crazy. Like, so what is his thing? He's like, Ugh, evil. The boy is evil. It's like he just so like, stands dis- there. And he looks dis- at you. Evil. Dis- dis- personality disorder. Like what? Like you were his doctor for twenty years. Like 
you didn't write evil in his file, did you? Like, what? Oh, and he, he just did. is so, he just, it's so poetic and that I think, especially in fucking Halloween Kills where it's just like, we're going to have a cool line and people are going to say it over and over as if it's something people would say, Ugh. you know, the boy, there's evil in the boy, you know, evil dies tonight. Oh, He's God. the boogeyman. That's there like, is, there is an incredible, I, and I, and I stress this by saying I rarely listen to podcasts a second time, but there is an incredible miniseries that the dissolved or the result, uh, I'm sorry, the ringer did mm-hmm. uh, back in September of 2018. If you Google it, you'll find it. Um, it was called Halloween Unmasked. Okay. And it was um, Amy Nicholson. She does, she does a podcast with uh, Paul Shear called Unspooled okay. among other things. Um, she, she kind of did like a, retrospective of of all of the movies to an extent and you know interviewed you know jamie lee curtis was there john carpenter was there um little michael from the rob zombie movies was there he's like a rapper now um (laughs) and just like all this crazy shit and that was one and one of the guests that they had on that show was a psych was a psychiatrist and the first thing that this guy said too was Dr. Loomis is a bad doctor because (laughs) what is what's one of the first things he says in uh, Halloween one? He's like, I spent the first like 15 years trying to reach him. And then I spent the next trying to make sure he stayed locked up. And they're just like, that's a shitty doctor because (laughs) he didn't try other forms to like uh, reach the guy because maybe he's not verbal or, or whatnot. And, and just, you know, by today's standards and even by the uh, standards in the seventies, he was a bad doctor. And then just to be like, that guy's evil. He's like, you're applying zero of your medical knowledge to this, <laughs> to your, this diagnosis. Yeah. And it, it was just fucking one. It's hilarious when that guy shows up, but it's just, it's very insightful and uh, I would recommend it if you guys are like itching for Halloween stuff. I, I'm definitely I listen to it like around fall time and especially when there's a Halloween movie coming out that year. I'm going to listen to it again this fall. Um, but I mean, I think it's only like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's like 10 episodes. OK, but it's, it's oh slaps Halloween unmasked on the Ringer Network. We should put that in the. Um, Is that your show lock of the week? Lock of the my week. lock of the week. Show notes. Cha-ching. I think I even spliced in Amy Nicholson in our when I talked about this show before on a Halloween episode, and I spliced in her being like, "It's me, Amy Nicholson," and everyone's like, "What's it called?" My one friend from work was like, "Oh, I thought that person was on your show for like three <laughs> seconds," and I was like, "Oh no, I'm just a whiz behind the cutting broom floor mm-hmm. and, and in the how... sheets." Oh, Kyle, you pee the bed. Yes, what? I've pissed the bed. You whiz yeah, in the sheets. No. You pee the bed. Everyone in this movie just sucks. Everything's bad. Dr. Loomis is a bad doctor. He's not. He's 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 like he's a terrible three, shot. Three yeah. degrees of separation away from uh, Martin Sheen in the dead zone, grabbing a child as a as a human shield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll show you some ice that's gonna break. It's gonna be Billy's skull. Oh no, Billy! Oh, oh no! Not Billy! Oh, oh, oh. 
Yeah, good times. Yeah, I would say with a killer who's so quiet like Michael, like the other people need to be believable. Like if you, you if the, Dr. Loomis was, you know, the doctor for like the fucking Joker and he's like, it's no, he's just evil. Like I can see the Joker doing crazy shit. It's like, oh no, like, yeah, he's evil. But not, he's allergic not... to grease paint. That's why he's crazy. But he can't stop wearing the grease paint. You see my dilemma. <laughs> like, oh no. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, Where'd you get your medical degree? Hollywood Upstairs Medical College? Jesus nice. Christ. I am Dr. Uh, Loomis. The B is for barking. Uh, do we have anything else we want to say about Halloween 2? That Rise I'm sure how I think <laughs> Jesus I I really wish I <laughs> I really wish I could have been absent for this episode and not last week's episode. Yeah, well. <laughs> Sorry. You snooze, you lose. Buddy. Buying a house is That's what you get hard, when you go guys. to the Himalayas. Yeah, it's hard. I don't know if you heard. That's that was the excuse we gave that you were in the Himalayas yeah. hunting me. Well, it didn't. Well, the house that we that we did, we were under contract for a home, and then we had the home inspector. Uh, he had to he had to hike up to our Himalayan stronghold, and he was just like, "Man, oh man, you know how much water damage is in this in this Himalaya house?" And we're like, "Fuck!" So, but the school districts to... are top top notch. Yes, exactly. But yeah, it would have been bad. So we had to we were under contract for a place, and it didn't work out after the inspection, and we just put another offer on a place today. Cool. But I'm just hoping that we fucking get it. Because they're accepting offers until tomorrow, and then I won't know until Friday. Oh, that sucks. Friday? That's Don't not buy for a house, week. kids. I'm literally picking the worst time in U.S. history to buy a home right now. You so literally are. Wrong. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I don't know. Back in pioneer times, buying a house involved building it, so yeah. check your privilege. Yeah. That makes me want to watch The Witch. The Witch. They build a house. They did. Someone asked him that, and he said, and he rolled his fucking eyes and said, "I really hope you're not serious." The director, he just like it was like <laughs> I was like, "Oh man, he's mad." Wait, what? <laughs> someone, someone was interviewing. I saw like on YouTube, there was like a thirty minute interview with Robert Eggers, yeah, um, about the Northmen, and the guy, the guy who was interviewing him was like, he was like interviewing him over Skype, and he's just like. All right, I just want to get this out of the way for my buddy, like so and so. And he's like, "Is it the Vivich or is it the witch?" <laughs> and he just kind of like ra- runs his hand over his like shaved head, and you could just like, r- and you could just tell he's rolling his fucking eyes, and he's just like, <laughs> "I really hope no one thinks it's the Vivich. <laughs> and, <I'm just> like, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh man, straight from the horse's mouth." I I can't be- I can't. B-v-v-v-v-v. <laughs> the I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Yeah, I've been I'm calling, calling her, her Crandall. Crandall. <laughs> <laughs> I've been calling her Tommy, son. Oh my god, son of Tommy! Ugh. I've definitely heard people call it the Vitch, and I just like what I had never seen it. The title like written down, so I didn't notice that it was two V's. So I was very confused when they said that. It's like, what are you, ta- well, what are you talking about? Remember? Well, I ain't never been with a baddie. She she called, so I <laughs> add her to the tally, as the kids say. Remember on um, Eli Roth's History of Horror in the Witches episode when he was saying Tomlinson instead of Thomason for the entire segment no. about the witch? For real. I haven't seen that. I need to watch that. It's really good, but 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 that made me 
it turned me off a little bit. I was like, oh, hmm. I'm bone dry now. <laughs> he, uh, well, that's why like he's not making any down fucking there. movies. Because no one, no one gives a, because he's a fucking idiot, clearly. A fucking bear Jew. I'm like, have you not seen The Witch? Do you, Eli, I saw the trailer. Like, he's definitely seen that movie. He, Eli Roth is is more, like, the biggest horror fan in Hollywood than an actual, like, director or actor. Yeah. To me, personally. It's like, if it, I think Quentin Tarantino's probably seen it, but I think his mind... I think it's literally, when he watches a movie, it's just like... I don't know. It's like bear on balancing on a on a on a ball with like a Shakespeare thing around its neck, like do 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 like that shit. And it's just like, like how can you how can you like some of this crap that you fucking like? It sucks. Uh, yeah. It's like I don't know. Maybe I'm just not. I'm not in the same. I wasn't born in the same era as him, so I can't appreciate it. Back when you. Back, I have too much. We have too much power and too much choice at our fingertips to watch whatever the hell we want, whenever we want. Now, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. So, but the fun. Okay, but speaking of that, um, uh, Eli Roth show, the second season of Cursed Films is on Shutter now too, and mm-hmm. I've been meaning to. It's been start. I think it's like weekly. I don't know how many episodes it's going to be, but uh, I got to start watching that. Yeah, me too. And I might have to cr- get my little love pumpkin, Jazzy J, for a season two yeah. of our Patreon show. But the idea of me doing anything besides one podcast a week right now is, like, not realistic. Because <laughs> my <laughs> yeah, life is a right. living hell. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Once I get a house, I want to I want to literally move in and then do nothing but make podcasts for, like, six months. So if I'm not on things... In the future, I'm sorry. I'm most likely doing something for to get myself a house. But once I have one, I'm yours again, gentle viewer. Wow. Once and you got the house, we're gonna throw so much so gentle. We're gonna throw so much Jared at you, you're gonna start to hate him. Yeah. More than you already do, probably. <laughs> oh, that's impossible for me. <laughs> oh, oh, I know. You're such you, a cheeky you little schmuck. boy, Kyle. Alright. Uh, so I think we're about so ready how, to wrap up. Yeah. Let's rate this bitch. And now, yeah, we're going to rate it. So, Jarrett, since you weren't here, let me tell you what we're doing. Because this is a revisit month, we're feeling very nostalgic. So it's one through five uh, fond memories, or if it's the best thing you've ever seen, it gets the rose-colored glasses. It's fog memories, you said? Fond. 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 (laughs) What the hell's a fog? Fog memories. I'm in a so, fucking Bogart movie or something. <laughs> so, Jared, how fondly do you memory this episode? Um, I fa- I give it five out of five dead children, children with bloody tongues, but I give it um, two fond memories. All right, Cammie, what's your number? Um, This one's going to get a two and a half from me. 2.5, nice. thrown in the decimals. Yes. Who has two thumbs and is giving this a two out of five? This guy. I did. Nice. Oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> I am also. Nice. It could have. It could have been better. It was better Couple than expected. Couple of wild and crazy guys. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> join us next week for Cammy. Hit him with it. 
What's the movie? We're doing Child's Play 2 next week. Very excited. I'm yeah. crapping myself. So you hear that, everybody? I'm leaving Get a trail. Get your rulers ready. For Get your rulers ready. Bring your stepsister. She's going to want to hear this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I know and, why uh... you're saying that, because there's a stepsister <laughs> in the show. <laughs> oh my god i thought you were doing your usual just like oh random and gross but no it was was laser focused this time laser focused i'm tommy bury me under the swing set (laughs) i wish i was dead (laughs) wow yeah all right Jarrett, where can we find you Oh, you can find me uh, down at the bank arguing about my mortgage. Um, just kidding. You can find me on on Instagram at daddy underscore Dangerfield. Oh no, I'm not that anymore. No, nope. I am. Bow your heads, peons. You're in the presence of Shin Dragrasep. You're welcome. Um, you can find me on Instagram there. You can find me on Twitter at Jared underscore Miller or on the TikTok at Snoopy's brother Spike. All one word. <laughs> Cammy, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Magic Ghost Baby. You can find us, uh, our series Instagram at uh, Spooky Time Presents. Uh, if you'd like to follow our network to see what's going on. With all the shows, all two shows under the umbrella of Spooky Time Network, you can follow us at Spooky Time Network. Uh, if you want to check out our Twitter, you can. That's Spooky Time Net. Kyle, where can we find you? Uh, we're going to do Instagram today. Old man yells at clouds. I got a great new license plate. I'm waiting to debut for all of you. It's in my top five. I'm sending it to the group chat now. How you guys have to see it. And yeah, if you want to donate to the Patreon, that's patreon.com slash spooky time podcast. <laughs> that's a good one. They just they just got the license plate. Yeah. Uh yeah, five dollars yeah. is the magic number to get you a multitude of bonus shows. Possibly soon to include a second season of Jazz and Jay are fucking cursed. Mm-hmm. Only time yes. will tell. Only time will tell indeed. Um yeah. Build a Bear, kids. The show is brought to you by Build a Bear. Uh, now sponsoring the uh, 25 years of Pokemon. Go it's get it. It's only been 25 years? Mm-hmm. I know. Feels so Gotta much longer. Catch them all. Have you caught them all, guys? Have you? Hmm? I, I got to Gen 3 and then thought I was too cool. I got to Gen 2 and thought the same. <laughs> gen 2 was the best gen. Changed my mind. You yeah. can't because I'm right. All right. Well, well that's you it got for to... us. And if you what don't you care say? about Pokemon, feel free to get a Stephen Strange bear where, in case you're not sure who he is, he has a picture of a Benedict Cumberbatch on his foot. Yes. Buildabear.com. What can we build for your bear, bitch? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Uh. <laughs> that damn Benedict Cumberbatch is in my fucking field again. <laughs> <laughs>